Welcome to Wolf Den's Saturday set where we are fired right up. Elite racing coming at us on Saturday. How are you, Kings? I'm excited. I am very excited. I'm excited for two reasons. Number one, AI is launching today. Number two, and more importantly, the NRL is back. And why are you sitting next to me? I do favourite to be over in Vegas. What happened? Where did it all go wrong? I need to be watching. I need to be here. I need to be concentrated. I, I can't. I can't behave over in Vegas. So I need to be. <laughs> I can't trust myself. Yeah, too much good racing here to be in Vegas. You can go. Yeah, I'd rather that, be in Vegas without the Aussies. When I look at the racing on Saturday, I think, hey, we're going to be just fine uh, not being in Vegas. Mind you, we'll be pretty good sitting at a sports bar in Vegas betting. And then going the, the I'll be down the, the pub day. on Sunday. I'm going to get down there at one o'clock. Order my chicken parma, nice schooner, bunker in for the Arvo. Unreal, Farrick. Um, Chizza, welcome, mate. You're all right. Um, I'm good, boys. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Very good. That's good. So just quickly, you can see up in one of the corners there, we've got the Racing.com logo. And the reason we've got that there is we we are collaborating with .com over the Autumn Festival of Racing. It's been very gracious of them to give us a bit of space on that platform to try and help grow our community and, of course, try and improve people's punting and throw out some good tips. So we're delighted to be doing that. It, Racing.com is the best wagering media platform in the world. There's a lot of great info on there. There is, yeah. A lot yeah. of great tips on there as well. They're, they're, so much work goes into those tips and they can find a lot of winners as well. Yeah. Now, a lot more about the actual form of the racehorse than what I do. Yeah. I'm good with the numbers, but they know a lot more about the form than what I do. I can tell you that. Yeah, a lot of great talent on there. So we're super uh, grateful for it. And uh, we're also going to do a little bit of content outside of this show as well over the next few weeks. Um, and we will drop that on .com and on our YouTube channel and Everyone will be the better for it. King Zone, we're going to Flemington on mm. Saturday. One headquarters. Of the headquarters, one of the uh, the Blue Ribbon meetings at Flemington for the year, the Australian Guineas, of course. Exciting. Flemington's been a pretty happy hunting ground for you over the years. It has, yeah. I prefer Caulfield, to be honest with you, but Flemington's uh, always race is very true. Mm. Very different to Caulfield in the fact that uh, – Caulfield can be very leaderish, as we saw last Saturday as well, but it's hard to lead at Flemington. The only distance at Flemington where leaders have an advantage that I've found is the 1,400. Mm -hmm. So the straight races, often you want to get cover, sit sort of midfield. So at Flemington, I'd be looking for horses that sit in the sweet spot at Flemington for me is about fourth, fifth, sixth, yes. midfield with cover. And So around that big sweeping bend, it's really hard. If you're, if you're trapped with no cover, it's super hard. And did you, is that part of when you were pulling together your set of tips this morning, you went and had a look at some of the map to see where some of the horses were going to land that you Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, I'll, I'll, I'll do my maps and all that sort of thing. I won't, I won't pen a horse if it is going to lead, but I will penalise a horse. Sure, well said. And have you had some nice results at Flemington over the years? Can you remember one in particular? Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of good results at Flemington <laughs> over the years. But my best result at Flemington would be in the 2009 Melbourne Cup, as you will well remember, the Mark Cavanagh train shocking. And I was, yeah. it was back in 2009. I was absolutely flying at the time. And I remember I started betting when the uh, markets came out on, on the Sunday. I went down the tab with cash and uh, took $11 and then just kept betting and betting and betting. Seven-day backup, down in the weights, Corey Brown Road, and the rest is history. Yeah, sat, sat three or four wide. That was one time when you did – geez, it was a big win sitting wide oh, when you go and watch the replay. Yeah, no, incredible. And um, did you think you'd done your money as soon as they jumped when he was three or four wide? No hope. Thought yeah. absolutely no hope. Yeah. He, he won like he, had, he won like Maccabi Diva did. Just, yeah. Just, it was an no, incredible win. No, he had something special in him that day. All right, mate, let's get into the feature races. We're going to start with Flemington at race for the Furphy Trophy. 1,000 metres for two-year-olds. Tricky little race. A lot of first starters in it. Mm. Uh, Bold Bastille. She's, uh, she's an interesting horse. Well, she is. She is. I tipped uh, Bold Bastille to win the uh, Blue Diamond three weeks ago, which she obviously didn't even run in. So mm. last start she failed. Very badly and pulled up lame. Is that right, Fizz? Yeah, that's right. She pulled up lame. Yeah, so I'm surprised she's running actually. But a thousand meters will suit. Obviously, she's super speedy. 
But there's first starters in the race. It's a real throw-your-hands-up type job. And I'd probably rather back her than Leia because I'm assuming she's right where she wasn't last yeah. time. But what do you say, Fizz? Yeah, I couldn't bet in that race. There's too many unknowns. You're looking at the jump-outs of the other horses. Quite hard to get a gauge on how good they are going. Um, it's definitely a 2.20 and no-bet scenario for me. Going to go to Flemington race seven. It's the $1 million English sprint, 1,200 metres for three-year-olds only. It's another interesting race. And this race is interesting because the top weight Cabalist, which I think is just about favourite. So it was bought for a million dollars by Coolmore, right? Then they decided it didn't measure up and they tried to – well, they, not, they did sell it through an English digital mm. sale. Derby Racing, who have got a great record of finding fast horses, bought it for $315,000. Wow. They didn't geld it, um, so it's a, it's a cull. Yeah, right. It was super impressive in the Eskimo Prince Stakes, beat like Celestial absolutely. Legend and those kinds of horses. It's in right in the thick of this race. It could absolutely go on and win a Group 1. If it goes to win a Group 1, it's well-bred. It's got to be worth – you know, five, ten, fifteen million. I don't know, mm, wow. but wouldn't that be an amazing story? It if would that be. happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big deduction, seventy percent off. Mm. I'm with Cabalus. Mm-hmm. I think that the wins in Sydney this prep work has gone to a new level. What worries me is first go down the straight though. Mm-hmm. Drawn out in fifteen doesn't worry me. I think that could even be an, an advantage. Mm-hmm. But I like horses that have been proven down the straight because it's such a different style of racing. But the computer's spitting him out uh, like two dollars eighty or something. I think they're three fifty at the moment. Okay. So, the second pick, um, Estriella, has had one run down the straight and failed. Yes, she failed down the straight, which worries me a bit. The win at Caulfield was a really strong win, but Flemington down the straight once again is a different story. So, Cabalist, but not not super strong. Okay, Fizzes. Yeah, straight races are um, something I try and steer a bit clear of, but I've had a bet in this. I did back Estriella. Yes, uh, first up win was enormous. Um, Nothing wrong with Cabalas at the moment. Like it's just going, it's airborne as yeah. well. Um, they look to fight it out, but as we've seen, straight racing can produce some really strange sort of results. A lot of roughies win these straight races. So I uh, won't get heavily involved, but for me, Estriella. Thank you. Okay, let's move on to the feature race of the day the Flemington Race 8, the Australian Guinea, 1600 metres, Group 1, three rolls, the Riff. The, the Riff, Riff Rocket. Yeah, I'm excited about the Riff. Ooh. I'm really, really excited. I think the Riff's the, the new kid in town. Okay. So I, I am tipping Riff Rocket. Riff Rocket is an official Saturday set tip. I can't see King Colorado turning the tables at all on Riff Rocket. Yep. Uh, Riff Rocket is getting more pace. We saw Riff Rocket get beat in the spring off a slow tempo. These bigger fields, older horses, more pace really suits the Riff. 1,600 will suit. I think that his best instance is about that 1,600, 1,800-metre range. Mm-hmm. I think that he will win. I think he'll win easy and I think he will be the star of the spring. Will he go any – if he did run in the All-Star Mile against Mr Brightside, would you want to back him or obviously going to get – We'll see how it goes on Saturday but I think he could definitely be competitive, yeah. yeah. The numbers he's running up that far behind what Mr Brightside's doing so I think he's a couple of lengths off that class at the moment but there's he's improving all the time. That's the exciting thing about the riff. Fizzer, riff? Riffy's second pick for me. Good. I'll back V8 to beat riff. Uh-huh. And I will back Riff on the weekend, but I'm just going to save on Riff Rocket and make V8 my result. So V8 comes out of the Mr. Brightside race. Yeah. They went pretty hard in that race. If you remember, they were head-to-head head in front a few horses. And, um, and it sat behind the speed just as Mr. Brightside did. And he, he came on the line. Mr. Brightside hit the line and won mm. um, and has since won. So I'm having something on V8. Let's move to Flemington race nine, the Blamey Stakes, 1,600 mm. metres, group two. A lot of good horses in this race. I think this is a really open race. I think that this is a bookies result race, which Ooh. we've seen a lot of them lately. Let's hope it's not the same case again on Saturday. But I'll keep this very simple. Uh, five horses I'm interested in that appear good value at the moment. Number three, Future History. Number seven, Captain Envious. 
number eight, Macram, number 10, Panfield, and number 12, Suzuro. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Fizz? Yeah, impossible. That, that race looks absolutely impossible. My numbers uh, without names are 10, 5, 14, 11, and 7. And they're all so, so close together, rated. And it's a race that I instantly pen. Fair enough. Um, Fizzer, I might say with you, do you have any official Saturday set tips in any other races on the Flemington card? I do, Saturday? mate. I've got, I got one official Saturday set tip. It's a Flemington race 10, number 11, Frigid. Comes into this first up after a couple of nice jump outs where it's won. Um, I've been on this horse before and it's won for me. It might have been first up last prep, I think. Um, was flying last preparation and to me it looks ready to go. So Frigid about $6.50. I'm really, really happy to be on. Okay. King's Good you value. Mm. King's you got any other official Saturday set tips? I don't. Flemington I'm sticking cards? to my faves. I'm, I'm riff rocketing and that's that's all for Flemington officially. Cool. Well, we do have the A-team set. It's always a great set and I'm going to read that out for you now. They've got some great action at Flemington and here we go. We're going to start with Chris Camilleri, Flemington race one number four, Sands Dute. Love the way the Mark Walker trained mare hit the line when winning last start at the track. With general improvement between runs, Will prove very hard to beat staying at 1,100 metres. Then we're going to go to the English sprint race. Dream Team likes Flemington race seven, number one, Cabalus. Since joining Bjorn Baker's stable has been faultless. Plenty of pace on here and can use its strong sectionals to finish over the top. And Dan O, um, Flemington race nine, number five, which is the blamey, tipping Ayrton. Racing well with his last two ratings up to winning this race and maps perfectly for an ideal run handy to the speed. Most importantly, he maps to have a big head start on his next three dangers in the market, which are likely to get a long way back in the field. It's a competitive race, but he has good value appeal. We've got a little bonus extra here from Chris Camilleri. Mm. He's given us one at Randwick Race 8, number four, Learning to Fly. That's the surround stakes. We're about to have a little bit of a talk about Randwick. Mm. Learning to Fly resumed in strong fashion, hitting the line powerfully late in the light fingers would have taken considerable improvement off that run and 1,400-metre suits. So that's the A-team set. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at Ladbrokes. Join Ladbrokes today and support the podcast by using the code GALLOP. Take on the fun this autumn festival of racing with the Ladbrokes app. Loaded with the best racing features, including bet tickets so you can see where the big bets land, yard comments to give you the on-course insights straight from the parade ring and black book, so you can add your favourite runners and get notified before they race. So take on the fun and Ladbroke at this autumn festival of racing. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website. <laughs> Let's move to Sydney. Randwick race four, the Skyline Stakes, 1,200 metres, group two, wow. the big boy, Storm Boy. <laughs> oh, are we mortgaging the house? That's right. The best, the best two-year-old in how many generations? Oh, I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see. His rating out of the uh, Magic Millions was very, very, very high. Sepoy mm-hmm. like Yes. Just behind Sepoy. Okay. I texted Dano this morning to see if it was the highest one he'd ever seen. He says it was just just under a length behind the likes of Extreme Choice and Sepoy. So okay. that's how good he's going. It's hard to see him getting beat. Dollar thirty is at value. Probably is. These Golden Slipper favourites often have a history of getting rolled at short price in these yeah. lead-up races and then going on to win the slipper. Often on wet tracks, though. Yeah. It's often wet. It's not going to be wet on Saturday. I can't see him getting beaten. My computer prices that spit out, spat out, $1.06. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, dollar thirty. You're not going to win much, but you'll be on him. I'm not tipping against him. I'm yeah. going to back him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fizzer, <laughs> love your sickness. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Randwick race four. Yeah, number one, Storm, Storm Boy, well clear. Kay looks to dominate. She's going great at the moment. Um, I've got Pross second pick. Her other horse, mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe a bit, a bit more value there at the dollar fifty-five a place hit than Stormboy at the dollar thirty. But um, look, Stormboy looks looks very hard to beat. Very good. And I think I'm going down to Randwick this week to spend some time with Adrian Bott and Stormboy. Do one of my podcasts. Yeah, great. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. I'll check in with him on Monday and uh, see if, if he's got some time available this week. If not this week, it'll be next week. That'll that'll be elite content. So I'll make sure I'm well prepared. He reminds me of Piero. Stormboy does. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. What a horse. Yeah, let's move to another water horse, which is very elegant. Rest in peace, very elegant. But we've got the very elegant stakes, 1,600 metres, Group 1. When the old Chipping Norton is on, you know that it's starting to get pretty serious over autumn. Mm. Well, what did you make of it? Well, fangirl, yeah, $1.60. Um, we all saw how impressive she was last start. She's obviously going to be hard to beat, but she's drawn barrier 10. She's going to have to go back probably last, second last in the running line, when you're taking a dollar sixty about these sort of horses, you want everything to be right. And what you're betting against there is possible track, especially if you're betting early. This the track pattern. Mm-hmm. If it's very leaderish, it's it's hard to make ground sometimes. You're also betting against tempo. You've got the likes of Think About It uh, going forward, Not Think It Over. Think. Sorry, going yeah. forward. You got Just Fine. You got Lindemann all going forward, which are good horses. And she gets pushed a bit wide, or it's very leaderish, or they go really slow. She can get beat. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think she'll get beat? No, I think she'll win on the weekend. But a dollar sixty is a value, probably not. Okay. So yeah, stay out for me. What okay. do you say, Fizz? Yeah, uh, obviously I said she's the horse to follow this this um, time in. I'm uh, happy to be on her. Yeah. I think she'll do the same as what she did last start, and she'll win. Okay, that's my Let's opinion. Keep rolling. Great race, Randwick race eight. The surround mm. stakes, fourteen hundred meters. Group one. The filly is going to go fast here. What do you think? I think that learning to fly, we all saw how impressive she was first up. Yep. But once again, she's a horse that's going to get back, always gets back in the field and always needs luck. So I like betting against those sort of sort of horses at short odds. The two overlays for me was uh, the three Kamachi and number 10 roll on high, um, just simply off the price at the moment. Small okay. bets. Fizz? Um, yeah, it's a betting race for me. I'm going to back learning to fly. I liked its run last start and I, I think it'll get a better run from a better draw. I think it went right back to the tail because of its draw last start and it might sit a little bit handier. Kamachi's the other one. I thought it was second pick clearly and $6 looks generous. I thought if there was a blowout, race eight, number two, Zardozzi could blow him out. It's about 26 to one. Mm. Look, it's um, it's first up coming out of the Oaks, I think, in yeah. Victoria. So, look, it's obviously got talent and way probably way too short for it, but, you know, um, at those odds. I've got no knock on Macarena and I thought Tropical Squall, if there was a horse that was in the markets about 750, I thought it was big unders. Very good. It's quite an even race, I thought. Like it's not there's not much yeah, between yeah, them. Yeah, all. there's a few there's a few unknowns there, but um I don't know, it depends. My my form's coming through the same race. Mm. So everything everything that I like off my ratings are all coming through that same race. So whether that race is right, I'll find out on the Time will tell. Mm. Very good. And we got a bit of feedback during the week that it would be good if we could put together a bit of a staking plan. Obviously, there's a lot of tips flying around. And if we can put something together that puts into a nice package for everyone, they can bet off that. So we've done that. You can see up on the screen now it says RI staking plan and I will talk you through it. (laughs) It's a 10-unit strategy. I won't go through every single bet because it will take too long. But you will be able to see with Cabalus and a Riff Rocket, we've got them two-unit plays because Cabalus, both Dream Team and King Zone like it, Riff Rocket, the King Zone's, very keen on it. It is Australian Guinea, so we want to have a big result on that one. Um, hope you play along. All the bets will be in the description as well to make it easier for you. Let's win. 
All right, Kingsland, can you give me your official Saturday set tips anywhere around the country? Well, I most certainly up? can. So we've talked about the Riff, which is an official tip. Let's go up to um, the Sunshine State, Eagle Farm, race 10, number nine, Ocean Czar. Absolutely bolted in first start over 1,400. Goes to 1,600. This horse has plenty, plenty, plenty of upside. Then we're going to the City of Churches, Morfittville, race seven, number eight. Going to go straight to the front. The name of the horse is Minterlee. Uh-huh. Speed Machine, 1,000 metres, coming off a much harder race um, over in Victoria at Caulfield. We'll go straight to the front or sit outside the leader and I think we'll be very hard to beat. Looks great odds, that horse, to me, about 440 at the moment. Okay, fantastic. Fizza, any more Saturday set tips? I like Minterlee, like Kings does. I took $8, so 440 is pretty generous. Um, but, yeah, I do. So Flemington race 10, number 11, I've talked about Frigid. We're going to Ascot race one, number seven, Bonjoy. Mm-hmm. Won for us last week on the Saturday set. Can't see any horse turning the tables this week on it. I think it gets every favour and I think it's very hard to beat. And then I've got another one at Ascot, race three, number nine, full of merit. It's um, had a little freshen up. Last start it was sitting wide on a really hot tempo, got run down on the line. I think it gets a perfect run from a great gate and I think it would be very hard to beat. Uh, so, Kings, you mentioned Wolfden AI. It's launched. Yes. We've put a lot of communications out there for all of our members and, and people who follow us. So people yep. already know a lot about it, but it's there for people now. You must be happy. You put a lot Very of work into it. Very proud of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, really yeah. proud. Put a heap of work into it. Um, it's a form I bet off. Yep. I've improved my inform by this process as well, which is exciting. Yeah, so yeah. it's out there. It's yeah, exciting. Yeah, so if you want to go and get some, jump on the app and um, you can get in there. It'd be a great day to start on Saturday. There's uh, You can get... Tips and form for all the meetings across Australia. So go and check it out. We're very proud of it. Hopefully it's a successful product. Um, I think we're pushing towards the end, really. Um, anything else, boys? Nothing from me. No, we're now all back. That's what I'm excited about as well. The boys are over in Vegas and I'm backing the first round. I'm on the uh, Manly to beat South and I'm backing the Roosters to beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both about even money games and I've got two, 240 and 220, so I can't wait. Excellent. And earlier I was talking about Cabalus and when things go well, when you buy a tried horse. And this vlog that we're going to end the show with is when things, I wouldn't say go badly, but they don't go as well as maybe with Kabbalah. So it's the great suspect. He was racing at Rose Hill yesterday and everything in Wolfden, we're very open and honest. We always put up whatever really happens. And this is what really happened with suspect <laughs> yesterday. It didn't go amazingly well, but we did have a great time. And Mitch Beer was fantastic as usual. So if you want to see what happened at Rose Hill yesterday with suspect, here it is. If you don't switch off now, and we'll see you on Saturday up the den. Thank you very much. Boys, the talk of the racing world is suspect. I'm about to head out to the beautiful Rose Hill Gardens. $17 into $12, what do I do? Should I back it? How do I handle it? You guys are the experts. Ask Kings first, Kings. I reckon. We all the owner. What's, uh, what's Mitch Mitch? He's very saying? confident. Mitchie? Mitchie boy is very confident. It's unusual yeah. for a trainer to be confident telling his owners he's confident. Do you like it on your I, form? I don't like it at all on my form. Okay. Unfortunately, it's, uh, it's ratings last starts rating was really really bad which surprised me because yeah, a lot of people well. thought it would have been yeah. a high rating race okay or and unfortunately it's not up to pretty much most of the field off that rating 1100 was too short last time 1200 a little bit better i think 1400 he'll peak but i'll tell you something off his highest rating which is his first two starts he can win this race yes i think if he ran a place i'd be happy i'm backing uh, the invader in the race chris swallow horse but if he runs a place, I think you should be very happy. Yeah, I would be. I'd be very happy. Yeah, hopefully right. it wins. I've got to go. Yeah. Go, Uncle Mal. <laughs> Good luck, son. There he is. The big boy's looking great. Coat looks beautiful. Got a nice little bit of mist coming down. It's hot. 
Oh, hey bud, how are you? How are you going to go today? Going to win? Oh, look at him, he's a beast, isn't he? So I reckon I've walked up this hallway about nine times after running seventh in a highway, just, and then driving home seven hours to Albury. It's just the absolute, oh mate, just the absolute pits. That lonely feeling like this corridor of doom. And then you just get in the car and float and drive home in silence. And the highest point is Marulan KFC, right? It's a very good KFC, Marulan. Yas is hit and miss, but you've got to be smart and just get off the highway at Marulan. And then the Holbrook Bakery, if it's still open, double, and then you're home. What, what happens if we run eight today or not today? Well, there's only nine runners, so we're getting a check. We're a long <laughs> way in front, and it's only an hour and a half back to yeah. Hawkesbury. That's the Hawks right. are playing tonight, so... $3.50 um, beers at Steelers. Win-win. <laughs> well, as you know, mate, we couldn't get Alicia Collard, so you've got the call-up yeah, again. Yeah. So, nah, just be real positive. Yeah. You know, I don't think they'll make a lot of ground. Maybe that... As Mick said, there might be a couple that, that go and we end up just behind him, but we, we don't have a turn of foot. We don't want to be too far off him. He's pretty fit. Yep. And if anything, he's, he's wanting further, you know. So I know horses that want further, they're probably normally going to get back and fly home. But because he's wanting further, I, I'd rather see him hit the front and get run down yep. as opposed to be grinding, you yep. know. Okay. So, righto, mate. Well, go Good and mate. get him. Cheers. And, mate, you can't be wearing your Racing Victoria for Silks here, you get shot. You'll be detained. You'll be detained. <laughs> Further back to Zale Invaders in going back towards the inside. At the 300 and J-Rev holds a good lead. Out by two, three lengths Invaders him is starting to knuckle down to the task and still there Marchese the outside despite the wide run. Invaders him now is really getting serious and Invaders him races to the lead with Marchese going to second but it's Invaders him with clear running today too strong. Invaders him. But yeah, I mean, I, I, my feeling is we kind of know now that he's probably not up to Metro and... Mate, it was really disappointing. I just think he just stepped away from the gates a little bit slow today and I just think I asked him to get up and into a stride and I just didn't have that bit of turn of foot early to get into a position. I think if I had kept on driving to be up there, I would have ended up three deep. Yeah, yeah. Cover. Um, look, I thought even three pairs back, they seemed to go a gallop, but even coming around the corner, I know they're only soft six out there today, but he just feels like a horse that just doesn't handle the wet at all. He just seemed to paddle and, you know, half just... Just, just put down and just. And he, I'd love to see him over on top of the ground. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a nice horse. He's better than that. Yeah, yeah. sweet as. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Thanks, Good mate. on you. Take care, mate. This, uh, this brings new meaning to the walk of shame, doesn't it? Well, you'd much rather be, you know, walking down the street trying to get an Uber on a Sunday morning after waking up at a house you uh, weren't familiar with. But this is the absolute pits. It's, it's well charted waters. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've. We've been in this boat before. Didn't think we'd be here today. 7th of 9th in a maiden. We just bat up and go again. And you think 1400 somewhere in the provincial of the bush is oh, probably next go? Yeah, I think this the most... Whether we run this horse over 1100 or 2000 metres, it's all irrelevant unless it's on a dead set firm track. Yeah. He's pulled up all right. I'm sure Sinead's as equally keen to get home as me. She's like someone waiting for their mum or dad to pick them up. Yeah. You want to go? Buddy. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> anyway, we'll get home and go again. Right get home mates. safe, buddy. He looks beautiful. Mate, he's a beautiful horse. He's a beautiful horse.
We're just discovered it. We've, we've got a problem. Jerry, they were fucking raging waters. We got the wrong way. I don't know how. Just cruising along, kept going. Where's the Where's the tunnel? Where's the tunnel? <laughs> the wrong way. It just gets worse. <laughs> Talk me through it. Yeah, we're stuck in traffic. I've got to be on Hong Kong tonight at 2:30. I've got to prepare for this Saturday set. But hey, this is the life I've chosen, and I do love the Great Cave, even when it's at its lowest ebb, which is right now. Within the sound of silence. Oh, look at this.